Shalom Abrachari Abti Vamas Davkuf Tesvav. Today's Davte discusses situations that are similar to Melchama, where we will believe or disbelieve a woman when she says that her husband died. We discuss whether we believe in Eid Echad regarding Melchamas. Then we discuss Simonim regarding lost objects versus Simonim that someone died. And whether we're concerned that two people have the same name. We begin with the case of Oma Pailas, a building that fell down. The Gemara says that that is the same as a woman saying that her husband died in war because we assume that she lets her, she's relying on her imagination of what did happen as opposed to what actually she saw transpire. If her husband was sent into a pit of snakes and scorpions, that's also like a war and we assume that she didn't actually see her husband die. A famine, also like a war. Some say that it's not like a war. So it's Machalikas by Dever. Some say it's like a war because she'll say that her husband died even without seeing it. Some say it's not like a war because she relies on what people say that sometimes someone can be sick and dying for seven years but it's not if it's not a t- his time he'll survive so she's not going to assume that her husband is dead just because he got sick in the famine next the Gemara asks if the woman shows up and tells us that there is a war going on we thought it was peaceful and then she is the one that gave us the Kazaka that there's actually a war do we say why would she lie? She could just tell us that her husband died and we would assume there's a time at peace and believed her. Or now that we know that there's a war going on, do we say that she's conjuring up the death of her husband without having actually seen it? So we try to bring a number of rise. First, we learned that if the woman says that my house got filled with smoke or we were in a cave and it started getting filled with smoke, meaning there was a fire, I got saved, but my husband unfortunately died. We don't believe her because even though we only know that there's a fire because she told us so and she has a migu, you see, we're still not going to believe. The Gemara answers that that's not a riot because over there, just like a miracle could have happened to her, to her and she was safe from the fire, so it could have happened to her husband. We try to bring another riot if Goyim came and attacked her with her husband. Right, there were bandits that came up and she says, oh, my husband died, but I was safe. Over there, we do believe her that her husband died. The Gemara, the Gemara says, no, no, no. Rev. Easy tells us that a woman in a case of Liston when they're getting attacked, she's not subject to the danger. So she would actually stick around to watch to see if her husband dies. The bandits don't, don't attack the woman because women are dangerous. Rashi says because they assault the woman but they don't attack them so she, she won't run away. There was an individual at a wedding and the wedding caught fire and this woman called out, oh look, there's my husband, there's my husband. So they went to go see at this, uh, this corpse, this burnt corpse to see if it was actually her husband and they found this burnt carcass and a severed hand next to it, also burnt. Maybe the hand wasn't burnt. So Chia thought that this should be the same case as when she says that her house got filled with smoke and she was saved but her husband died, in which case we don't believe her. But Rava said you can't compare the two cases for two reasons. Number one, in the house, in the cave case, she wasn't standing there announcing that this is her husband while it was happening. Over here, she was actually identifying him in real time. And second of all, you have the hand and the, and the corpse here to prove that it's her husband. But even according to Rebchia Barov and the Gemara asks, why can't we say that the husband came to save this burning man and his hand got dismembered and because he was so embarrassed to be handless, he ran away. But the husband may actually still be alive. So that's not a raya. Next, the Gemara asks, do we believe in Eid Echad to say that there's a war going on? The question really intrinsically is, why do you believe in Eid Echad? Is it because what he's testifying about is something which we're going to find out about anyway, so he's going to say the truth? Or when he's testifying about a woman's marital status, she's going to go and investigate to make sure that it's true. And that's why he's not going to lie. Over here, no one's going to investigate to see if there's a war going on. So maybe 
maybe we don't believe him. So Rami Bar Chama brings in a brisa from Kufchav Beis. We're gonna get there soon for where Yekiva tells us. And he went to Nardoi. He found Nechemia Ish Beis Deli. And he said, you know, I heard that you're not allowed to marry a woman in Eretz Yisrael based on one uh, aide's testimony. Except there's one Pesik who will allow it. The Yehuda Ben Baba. And he told me, go out and tell them. In my name, you know that my Medina is full of wars and battles. It's not a safe place. I was Makabo from Rabbi Gamaliel Hazak, eh? that you are allowed to allow a woman to remarry. I'll be Eid Echad. If the Eid Echad is telling us that there's a war, we can allow a woman to remarry based on that testimony. Sigmar asks, what was he telling us about this, that his city was under attack? You see that we believe in Eid Echad on Milchamais. But Rabbi says, no, that's not what he was saying. What does that have to do with his Medina? If any Medina was in a war, he would have been saying the same halacha. All he was telling us is that the reason why I'm sending you to deliver this halacha and not myself is because I can't leave my family at home because we're at war. Go tell them, I'm a servant from Rabbi Gamliel, that a woman can be remarried. Next, the says there was a story with two Tamil Chachamim who were uh, traveling with Abayusi ben Simoy on a boat and they drowned. Rebbe allowed their woman, their wives to remarry based on the testimony of two women who saw them drown. The Gemara says, but water is just like a war. War zone and women, even if you have a thousand of them, they all count as an Eid Echod. You see that an Eid Echod is believed to say that someone died in battle. Gemara explains over there, it was Mayim Shein Lehem Soif. But over here in our case, it's Mayim Shein Lehem Soif. And when you have Mayim, uh, when the husband drowns in an area where there's no coast in sight, so you can't see if he pops up, we have to assume that the water rushed him away somewhere else and he's actually alive. That's why it's us, sir. But otherwise, in Echanami, we could believe an Eid Echod. If we see that the husband drowned right here. Elamai, what happened in that case was that the woman, even though it was Mayim Shalem Soif, they saw the husbands, these two Tamil Chachamim, drowning, and they saw that they actually drowned right there, and they were able to give Simonim that it was these two individuals. So we weren't actually relying on their Eidos as an Eid Echod, we were relying on the Simonim that they gave on these Tamil Chachamim. Next thing Mara says that there was another individual who gave his sesame seeds to his friend as a picadon, and he said, hey, give me back my sesame seeds. And he said, wait, I, you already took them back. So he said, hey, but why do you have exactly the same amount of sesame seeds in, in your garage where I left them. He says, you took yours, I bought another one. I bought another bag of sesame seeds. So here's the thought over here to say that this should be the same case as the Tutamidah Chachamim. Just like the Simonim over there worked, we believed the woman that they drowned, we should believe this person on the Simonim that he gave on his sesame seeds, that it's his sesame seeds. And we're not going to say that he swapped it out for a new bag. But Rava said, you can't compare the two cases. Because over there, they gave Simonim on the individuals. What similar is this person giving on the sesame seeds? He says, oh, you had, I had, you know, one bag full. Okay, but he could go get another bag. It's replaceable. So comes in Marka Shisha Barav Chista, and he tells Ravashi, are we really going to be choishish that this guy swapped out the Pikodun for his own sesame seeds? The Mishnah says, that we're, it seems that we're not choishish for things like this. If someone finds a kli and it has something written on it, it has a kuf, then you know that this contents is a designated item for a carbon. If it says mem, you know it's mice. If it says a dalit, you know that it's dumua, it's truma mixed with chulin. If it says tes, you know it's tevel. If it says tov, it means truma. They would write these letters because during the Shasakonov, the Romans found out that they were keeping the Torah, they were in tr- big trouble, so they just wrote one letter. And we assume that whatever's in this basket is whatever was written on site, and that it wasn't swapped out. So Ravina tells Ravashi, we're not worried that he swapped it out in the Seifa, Rabbi tells us, that even if you find a barrel and it's written on the barrel, Truma, we assume that it's Hulan, because we, we, we do assume 
that yesterday it was Truma, but today it's something else. It's, it's Chulin. So are we Chayshish that we swap it out or not? The Gemara answers, really everyone agrees that we're not worried that he swapped that out for something identical. But here we're talking about a case. In those baskets, when someone finds something, we assume that the contents is what's written on, on the side because if you would have emptied a Truma box, you would erase the tuff. You would erase the kufa if you took out the carbon. However, the other sheet holds that we're not, we can still assume that the contents is not what's written on, on the side because either he forgot to erase the letter or he left the tuff on there so that no one, no one would have messed with his property. It's Truma, so no one's going to touch it. Next, the Gemara says that Yitzchak, the Reish Kilusa, the nephew of Rav Bibi, was going from Kurtiva to Aspamya, and he died. So they sent a letter, a, a star that said that Yitzchak, the Reish Kilusa, the nephew of Rav Bibi, was going from Kurtiva to Aspe, he died. And the question is, are we going to be choshes that there's another Yitzchak with the same uncle, or do we allow his wife to remarry based on the star? So Abayah says, we are choshes. Rav says that we're not. Abayah says, you know what, we're worried for a double name. Because they found this get in Arda, and it said a very, very specific detail of who it was. Andrelino Narda. When they sent the star to Abu they said Abu sent this star to Abu Yehuda, and he said, uh, he said, Yehuda, Nasi, do me a favor, go look around, see if there's another one, another person with this name. And they checked the whole Narda. Rava says that's not a raya, because if you have to check, you have to check the whole world. You don't have to just check Narda. You have to check anywhere where this individual may be with, you know, an identical name. The only reason why Abu Nasi did send out this search party was for the covered of Abu Yehuda who asked him to. And Rava says, you know how, uh, you know where I get my shita from? Why am I not choshesh that there's someone else with the, with the, with the same name? Because there were these two stories that they found in Mechuzah. And it said that Chabi bar Nanoi and Nanoi bar Chabi. And Rava bar Avua said he could actually collect the money based on these stories. Ah, uh, there's a whole bunch of these people with this name in Mechuzah. And you still, we're still not choshesh. We assume that it's this person's star. Why, uh, Abaye, why were they not choshesh in Mechuza? Well, over there it's different. When you're talking about the, a star that says that someone died, a death certificate, as opposed to a contract. By a contract, people don't just drop their contract because it's worth as much as the contract is for. Now, wait, he gave the star to someone else as a pikadon? You don't give a star with your name on it to someone to hold on to with the exact same name as yourself because then he'll just collect it for himself. And if you think that maybe they did the transaction, but he never gave back the star, people don't do that because as soon as you buy it, you hand over the star so they won't be uh, high to pay a second time. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.